Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Generation V Teamcast. I'd like to thank you guys for taking the time out joining me today in studio, but I'd also like to ask that you guys bear with me, seeing as I'm still stuck in my home, so I do apologize for any interruptions or any ambient noise that you may have heard. Thank you for your understanding in advance. Well, today guys, you know, I came to talk to you a bit about insecurities. What is an insecurity, you may ask? It's very rare that someone doesn't know what an insecurity is, mainly because everyone has them, regardless of people that don't believe they have them. Like for me, I only can speak from experience. Fun fact, maybe we're gonna give some fun facts about Amar today. Fun fact, I wear a size 15 in my shoe. Size 15. Do you know, do you know what size 15, like, do you know how hard it is to find shoes for a size 15? I'm not really insecure about my feet, I was at one point, when my feet were growing, when I jumped from a size 9 to a size 12 in the span of about 3 months, yeah. I was insecure on my feet when I was growing up. Now, I love my feet. No. Another thing that I always was insecure about was my smile. Like, a lot of people often tell me, you have such a nice smile. You should smile more often. But for me, it's like, what are you looking at? Like, where is this nice smile that you see? Like, I don't understand. I've literally had people accuse me of lying because they would ask me if I've ever had braces before and I would say, no, I've never had braces before. They would say, well, why are your teeth so straight? Why are they so perfect? I'm like, my teeth aren't perfect, nor are they straight. And they literally would try and debate and argue with me about my teeth. It's funny. And other people would ask me, oh, why am I? Why do your teeth always look so white and shiny? I'm like, well, you know, one, I have a really dark complexion, you know. And when you put a dark color and a light color, it's get a contrast, you know. And my teeth, they complement my complexion, just like my complexion complements my teeth. Also, plus, I regularly clean my teeth. I, I I think that may be it, though. I'm unsure. Another thing I always was insecure about was... I would say my, my voice at the time. <laughs> Fun fact, when I was about... I think, well, I'm 17 now, but... My voice didn't change, or puberty didn't really change my voice until about, like drastically change it, I should say, until about a year or two ago. Before this, my voice was, if I could find a video, I will try my best to find a video or an audio file or something and input it so you guys can hear how my voice was and what I used to sound like. But wow, wow. I sounded... Hmm, I wouldn't even say adolescent. <sighs> but now, I love my voice, you know. I mean, at times, it 
does bring unwanted attention, but I love my voice, I love my feet, I love my smile. Yes, I'm insecure about these things at times, but not as much as I was when I was younger. And what people don't understand is, just like in life, things only affect you when you allow them to. And in terms of insecurities, they only become your insecurities when you start to compare yourself to other people and to other things and to other situations and to other scenarios. Life isn't a contest. Don't make life a contest. Life isn't about who has the better shoes. Life isn't about whose eyes are the prettiest, whose hair is the curliest. It's not about that at all. <coughs> Excuse me. Life is not about that. Don't go about comparing your life. Because really and truly, what do you gain from comparing your life to another's? What do you gain? You can't tell me possibly one thing that you gain from doing a quote-unquote comparison project. You can't. You never will be able to give me one concrete answer that I would say, well, you know, you have a valid point. And if you do, if you are able to do that, I will retract my statement. I promise you that much. But as of right now, you can't give me one logical reason as to why you should compare your life to the life of another. Because no one knows your struggle. You don't know anyone else's struggle. You don't know their pain. You don't know their story. You don't know any of it. All you know is what they tell you. All you know is what you see. And you shouldn't go about comparing and contrasting. You shouldn't go about looking at your body and believing that you are inferior or believing that you're not beautiful or that you're not handsome because you don't look the same as someone else. You shouldn't. That's not what life's about. It's really and truly not. Life isn't about staring at someone's clothing and saying, well, they dress better than me. So they have a better life than me. Life isn't about looking at someone's face and saying, well, they don't, well, that's another thing I'm insecure about. But anyway, um, life isn't about looking at someone's face and saying, well, this girl has less bumps than me, so I'm ugly. You aren't ugly. Nobody is ugly. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It really and truly is. Just like the saying, I, I don't really know if this is a real saying, but different strokes for different folks. It's a, it's a real saying in the Bahamas, but I don't know about anywhere else. Trust me, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. There may be a girl or a guy that you may see them as ugly or not your type, but this girl or guy sees them and they see their whole world. They see their everything. They see the love of their life. And the same thing goes for you. You are, 
you can't be defined by what society identifies you as. You aren't defined by your skin color. You aren't defined by your hair texture. You aren't defined by the way you dress. You aren't defined by the amount of money you have. You aren't. You really and truly aren't. You can't be. You can't allow yourself to be. For you to look at your insecurities constantly and to boss yourself and to bring yourself down, you're doing yourself an injustice. You really are. Yes, I know some days it may be harder than other days. Yes, I know some days you don't want to listen to anything positive. The only thing you see is the negative. Yes, I know some days there are going to be people that hate on you and there are going to be situations that bring you down more than other days. But it's okay. In every situation, you find an anchor. And you drop your anchor. And as your anchor slowly but surely surely travels to the bottom of the ocean and hits the sand and scares away the school of fish, trust me, you found your place. Every fisherman has a sweet spot. Every fisherman has that one swimming hole that they love to go to that they always get great luck at. Trust me, you as a person, you, you have a million sweet spots. You are beautiful, you are handsome, you are smart, you are intelligent, you are unique. You are so many things. When people talk bad about you, when people talk down on you, you're doing something right. You really are doing something right. Because negativity can only come into play when there's positivity. That's the truth. If you aren't doing something right, people won't hate on you. People won't call you ugly. People won't say your hair is dry. No. People won't hate on you at all. Like, it's okay. It's really and truly okay. You don't have to, you don't have to continuously fight a battle. You don't have to continuously give you, do yourself an injustice. It's okay. You as a human being, you as a person, you as a male, you as a female, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes, there are things that everyone dislikes about themselves. Yes, there are things that make you not want to get out of bed in the morning. Yes, there are things that really tear at your heart. And every time you think about it, it tears a little piece of you out on the inside. Yes, there are those things, but you are stronger. You are bigger. 
You are much better than that. It's okay sometimes to feel down. But what's not okay is staying down. No matter how much life throws at you. No matter how hard you get hit. No matter how many times you get hit. You get up. You get up. If someone calls you ugly, you don't change the way you look. If someone tells you your hair is ugly, you don't change your hair. If someone tells you your teeth are crooked, you don't... You don't do things to yourself based upon the opinions of others. If you do something, you do it because you really want to do it. You don't do it because you felt, you don't do it because you felt, quote unquote, the need to do it, which is a, it's a scapegoat phrase in my opinion. Because a lot of people that say they felt the need to do it really and truly mean they were urged, they were coddled, they were pushed towards this direction. Excuse me. You don't do yourself that injustice. You don't, you will never, ever, ever, ever go through life and not receive an ounce of hate, not receive an ounce of discouragement, and not receive feeling of failure. But you don't stop. You don't stop. And let me tell you how I, because I can't really speak for everyone, but let me tell you how I learned to overcome a lot of the things that I faced in life. I've been playing soccer for literally my entire life. Literally, since the day I could walk, I've been playing soccer. I've played many other sports, but soccer has and will always be the love of my life. And as you know, you don't always win. Playing sports, there comes winning and losing. There comes the good times and the bad times. There comes the good seasons, the bad seasons, the good teams and the bad teams. And this one particular year, me and my soccer team were in a bit of a stump. Because we had to really and truly rebuild the team from the ground up. Because a lot of the players... They left to go to school. They started to pursue other things. And that's okay. I I applaud them. I'm proud of them for it. I encourage them to do it. But as I stated, we had to build the team from the ground up. And the team itself, we had to make new bonds. And we had to make new ways for us to work together as a team and for us to learn to commit and to trust one another. And yes, at times I got frustrated. Many times I got frustrated. Many times I lost sight of what I really was doing. I wasn't playing soccer. I wasn't just playing a sport. The football club that I play for, the motto of the football club is building character through sports. And that's what I really strive to do every day I step out onto the field. 
Every day I put on my uniform. Every day I lace up my boots. That's what I strive to do. Every day I shove my five fingers into one hand of my glove and then struggle to put the next five fingers into the other. Trust me, it was hard. But I have a little cousin. I think he's about five now, I believe. And from he was a baby, he used to watch me play soccer. Literally, he used to watch me play soccer every single day. And to this day, every time he sees me, hey, Maud, let's go play soccer. Hey, Maud, you could teach me how to do this trick. Hey, Maud, you could come practice with me. Keep in mind, he's like about five now. He literally would cry because he wanted to watch me play soccer. He would cry because he wanted to watch me practice. He would cry literally because if me and him were to play soccer for hours, which we've done many times, literally for hours and hours at end, he would cry when it's time to go. He would cry when I would say, give me a second, I need to catch myself. And for me, it gave me a reason to keep going. It gave me a reason to push harder. It gave me a real reason to say, hey, you can't stop. You can't quit. You can't give up. You can't. Many of the things that I do, that I've done on the soccer field, Many of the tricks that I've performed, many of the shots that I've taken, the saves I've made, the plays I've made, many of the kicks I practice. He watches me and he tries to do the same thing. Yes, he may get it wrong a bit. Yes, he may fall down, but he gets back up. And he always comes to me and asks me, he always comes to me and, hey, you want to play soccer? Come play soccer with me. Let's go play soccer. When we go in to play soccer. And it really kept me grounded, not only as a soccer player, but as a young man. Because now you start to realize that, hey, you don't know who you inspire. You don't know who you influence. You don't know who's watching you. How long they've been watching you or why they watch you you really truly really don't know and to this day I am proud I am grateful for it I am thankful for the opportunity to be a role model I am thankful for the opportunity to inspire others I'm thankful for the platform that I have Thankful for the many platforms that I am on that gives me the ability to not only spread positivity, but to also be a leader, be a leader of change. And all of these things play into the fact that, hey, yes, I may be insecure about a few things. Yes, there are days I don't want to do things. Yes, there are days that I just feel as if 
my quote all of the quote unquote negative qualities about me come to the forefront. But I don't give up because I don't know who's watching me. I don't give up. And neither should you. You never should give up. Because no matter how hard it gets, no matter how long it takes, you will always come out. You will always come out on top. You may look like you're at the bottom. You may look like you're faltering and wavering. But no. Your time is coming. Your turn is next. And trust me when I say, you want to be ready for it. You don't, you don't allow people to tell you what you need to change about yourself. You don't allow people to tell you what they believe is wrong with you. Because as I stated earlier, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You are the beholder. I am the beholder. We are the beholders. Yes, I may look in the mirror someday and say, oh, you're like, okay. But other days I look in the mirror and say, damn, you handsome boy. And that's what you should do. Every day you look at yourself, every single day. Trust me, it helps. You look in the mirror at yourself every single day. You say one positive thing. Every single day, it helps. You tell yourself one positive thing every day. Or if you do something else, I wouldn't say do with a piece of paper. I would say if you have the ability to use a dry erase board or something, you write down one negative thing about yourself. You look at it, you read it, and then you erase it. And it's gone. And you continue to do it over and over and over until it's all gone. Because the negative things no longer are negative. When you start to see them for what they really are. They aren't negative. Their perception. It's the way you think. It's what you believe. It's what others see. You. You are beautiful. You are handsome. You are strong. You are intelligent. You are one of a kind. I can go on literally for hours and hours describing you. But just know it's okay. It's okay to be insecure. But you don't let your insecurities own you. You don't let your insecurities beat you up. You don't. You accept your insecurities for what they are. You look at them, you analyze them, and you think of ways that you can make them into something much greater than an insecurity. You think of ways that you could turn them into your fuel for motivation. You think of ways that you could turn them into the things that you look back and laugh upon. Not the things that make you cry. Not the things that make you lie in bed at night, stare up at the ceiling. Not the things that make you contemplate going out. Not the things that make you... Not the things that make you decide whether to wear short clothes or long clothes. 
whether to cut your hair or leave your hair, whether to smile or not to smile. Your insecurities don't define you. Your strength, your courageousness, your commitment, they define you. You, you are so strong. The minute you grasp a hold to your insecurities and you understand them for what they are and you reverse the tables and they no longer become insecurities, but they become fuel for you to live. They become fuel for you to work, for you to breathe, for you to eat, for you to sleep. They become a part of your everyday life. That's when you win. That's when you really and truly win. And promise me, promise me one thing if you don't promise me anything else. Promise me that you won't give up, that you won't throw in the towel, that you won't say you've had enough. You won't stop, you keep going, you won't give up. That's the only thing you can promise me. Promise me that much. Hey guys, this has been another episode of the Generation B Teencast. I'd like to thank you guys for taking the time and joining me today in studio. I hope that all is well with you guys and your family and your close friends and ask that you continue to do what you can to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. And apart from that, I appreciate you guys for all the love and support you continue to give me on a daily basis. Peace out. Until next time. Okay, guys, as we all know, there's currently no vaccine to prevent the coronavirus disease, but there are a few things that you can do to protect yourself and help prevent the spreading of the virus to others. You can wash your hands regularly for 20 second intervals with soap and water or alcohol-based hand rub. You can cover your mouth and your nose with a disposable tissue or a flexed elbow when you cough or sneeze. You can avoid close contact one meter to about three feet with people who are unwell can stay home and self-isolate from others in the household if you feel unwell. And lastly, don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth if your hands are not clean. Bam! You're dead! Go on, a virus!